Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is how to set goals. How to set goals, and I'm going to get into some of my personal favorite strategies for goal setting. And at the end of this podcast, or not at the end of this podcast, you can go to the show notes anytime during this episode and get a special offer. I'm going to hook you up with some free, cool goal-setting stuff. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash uh, podcast. And then in the podcast, look for how to set goals. And this episode, I believe, will be called how to set goals. And I will give you some cool, free goal-setting stuff because I believe it's very important to have good goals. I think it makes each of us happy when we have a plan and a strategy to work toward the things that we want in life. And if we're not, then we, and these are broad generalizations, I realize that, but I think for a lot of us, we are goal-oriented, right? We want certain things, we make a plan, we work the plan, and we get that thing. And that's kind of the basic idea of setting a goal, right? It's a dream with a deadline. I want this thing. Or I want to meet this person, or I want this much money, or I want to go to this place, and I'm going to do it by such and such date. The date makes it a goal. And you may have heard some of the cool acronyms for goal setting, such as KISS. Keep it simple and sweet, or keep it simple stupid. <laughs> I like keep it simple sweet and sweet, um, short and simple or whatever. But basically the idea is, oh, and then GOAL, the acronym for GOAL, right? Um, wait, what is it? There's a dream? Ah, there's acronyms out there. You can research them on your own time, friend. And and we'll just carry on with our public service announcement because I'm driving. And if you're new to the show, I do this podcast while I'm driving. Thank you there, friend. And um, so... The public service announcement is to use your blinker, please, because one, it's the law, two, it's free, and three, it creates more flow in our communities. Isn't that a nice thing? It doesn't cost anything to be nice and to create flow, let everybody know what you plan to do. It's kind of like a little miniature goal, And now that I think about it. Uh, my goal is to get into this other lane, so I'm going to let people know, hey, I'm going to share it with the world. Here is my intention. I intend to shift lanes. And I signify and signal that to the world with my blinker. And people see that. And some, most people are pretty nice. This lady let me in once I gave her a little hand wave. And she's like, okay, I see your goal there. I will, I will support you in that goal. I will slow down a little bit so that you can, you can fit there. Sometimes people are jerky about it. And they intentionally try to block your goals. And I try not to give them too much energy because... I imagine that they have to go to the bathroom really bad and they just are in a bad mood. So I just let them let them go on and I sure wouldn't want them to, to poop in their pants. That would be a horrible thing for them. So I just let it go, like water off a duck's back. There you go, friends. Have a, have a pleasant day with yourself in your car and in your life because you can't let somebody over. But that's not what I'm dealing with. Sorry, friends. I digress. Goals are awesome because they can really help us focus and make sure that we're creating the experiences in our lives that we want to experience. If we don't have goals and we're just kind of floating along, 
that's and no judgment, right? If that's your thing, that's your thing. What I want to be help you achieve is if you do have something specific, or maybe you're not sure exactly what that is, and you're trying to figure out what you're trying to figure out. Well, I've talked about this in some other episodes. You can check out around you know find your flow is an episode name conveniently find your purpose is another one how to find your purpose how to find your flow um these concept and, and i think i even did one on how to find your passion so those three episodes are very much about okay if you're not quite sure what it is that you want to do or and i did another one on how to find your purpose unless i just said that but these, this idea of finding your purpose, finding your flow, finding your unique reason for being here and the unique calling that is for you is, I think, probably the first step along this path of – and it's not that, like, oh, you have to figure that out first and then before you can progress. No, not at all. Uh, that may very well be your journey to figure out what your purpose is, right? That could be your whole purpose is to figure out your purpose. And maybe it takes you a lifetime or three to figure it out. So there's there's that, right? Um, if you already know your purpose, already have a strong calling and you're already living it, then maybe you want to figure out how can you take it to the next level? What is the next level? How do you expand it? How do you share it? How do you grow it? So wherever you are along any of those paths, once you figure out your why, your burning desire, and you get clear about it, you can start to set goals. And so if you're thinking, okay, so one of the, the methods I really like to do when I'm goal setting is I have a planner, a year planner, and I, at the, near the end of each year, around the time I'm recording this, I'm in October right now, October, yeah. And so November's going to be here in a blink of an eye, and then it's going to be December already. So I like to start getting my goals for n the next year lined up like two months, three months in advance because I just kind of want to have a sense of like, you know, winding up this year. It's the last quarter of the year. I'm going to go hard on hitting some goals. I always get a lot done during this time of year. It's one of my favorite times of year. And and then I go into the new year just already crushing it with a lot of momentum. So I want to know kind of where, and so I guess it might not be a horrible thing to, for me personally to, and, and so again, um, if you're new to the podcast, I try not to be preachy. That's not the point. I'm not a guru. I'm not, you know, trying to tell you how to live your life in any way, shape or form. Okay. I do this because it helps me gain clarity in my own life. And if there's anything that I happen to say that sounds useful for you, I hope there's a lot of things, but if, you know, if you get just like one good one then hopefully that's enough value uh, to, to make it worth your while. So I reflect a lot of my own experiences because it's just the way this whole thing has evolved. So for me this year, some of my big goals were intellectual property and systems, back-end systems for Find Your Flow. So Find Your Flow is, uh, and I, I try to be real honest and transparent as much as I can with, with Find Your Flow, the, the movement and the everything I'm doing with it because – because I have faith and believe that it's going to be a very big thing one day. And I want you, you know, you may be listening to this after it's already blown up and is a big thing. But if not, uh, well, either way, I, I guess I want you to see the struggle behind the scenes, kind of. You know, I think our society here in the West is very much on instant gratification and happy 
pills and magic buttons and these kind of things that are overnight success stories and and I think there's a lot of value in seeing the behind the scenes struggle that a lot of people that are successful go through before they are successful. And I think it's so important because for the people who are going through things that are stressful, if you're still struggling or if you're still building or if you're, you know, just grinding away, I think it can be very inspirational to know you're not alone. You're not alone. In fact, anybody, pretty much I can say almost anybody who's done anything of big significance or importance has grinded for years and years and years more than most people would realize, right? Because the news and the press for the most part isn't doing a whole backstory when, uh, you know, they do these kind of stories. They're just doing the, hey, like, you, dang, this company just, you know, it, all of a sudden it's all over the place and, oh, so-and-so is huge and blah, blah. But they don't share like, oh, it took them 15 years to get there. So that's the part I like to, to share is, hey, here's this company, here's this entrepreneur, this is what they're doing, this is how long they've been doing it, this is the some of the, you know, challenges that they've faced. And that's why you should keep grinding and keep your eyes on the prize and keep working towards your goals. So that's kind of the big idea. So goals for me for this year where I want to get some trademarks in place and I was hustling really, really hard for this and I still have it in the works. And then I just started blowing it up into this huge, like huge project. And I just kept getting bogged down and bogged down. And I had some other things going on in life that, were, um, you know, getting trademarks is not a cheap thing. It's not a horribly expensive thing if you do it yourself, but then there's like a little bit of fear of like, oh, you know, this is attorney area, right? And I'm, you know, I'm fairly competent with certain things. This is kind of, like, this is on the edge. I'm not an attorney, right? I'm not an attorney. And I know that you can do these things on your own. I've studied it and I've put in a lot of work and I'm close, I believe, but I also am scared to mess up. You know, I have, I don't want to screw this up. I've been working on Finder Flow for 18 years, almost 19 years now. And so it's a big part of my life and yeah, I'm just scared. I don't want to make a mistake, but I also don't have the money lying around to invest in proper attorneys and protection and whatnot. Could I leverage it? Yeah, I could, but I've, Try not to leverage things in that <clears throat> in that area, or that's not the kind of debt leverage I want to take on right now. I've done it before, and it's I've had you know I've always managed to figure it out and walk away. But it's also oftentimes been very stressful, and I'm not up to that level of stress right now, to be perfectly honest. So, um, so it's kind of on the back burner, I guess. So a couple things I did want to do and did succeed at, a couple goals that I hit. I re-finished uh, all my continuing education for my California real estate license. So I'm a, and then I paid the dues, and then I moved my license to hang out with a new broker. Boom! That all got done, and finally, officially finished last night. Actually, I just got the notice this morning that it's been that I've been officially moved to my new broker. Got my W-9 signed. Got my this and that in, and all the paperwork, and it's official. So that's pretty exciting. So that was a big win because. I slacked that the heck off, friend. We had our second son right around the time my um, continuing education was due, and so I stopped halfway through it, and then, you know, it's been a couple of years. We're just not doing that. 
and here we are again. And now I was almost out of time, almost lost, almost wasted all the money that I bought in uh, the renewal fees and all this because I, it took so long. So that was a big win. So now I am licensed again, building and working toward this very specific niche within the investment industry that I've had a vision of working on for years. And I've done on a small scale my model for it, like a proof of concept with an investor. I basically have a flat fee listing service in a sense so for investors that are doing multiple transactions a year. I want to make it worth their while to want to work with me, give them a really good deal on their listings. And if they're writing a lot of offers, also make it a very easy offer uh, offer process where it doesn't cost them much money. So that way they can uh, use me and I don't have to put in too much work because I have most of it systematized and automated and outsourced. And so I would make up, you know, I wouldn't be making these huge commissions on each deal, but I'd be doing volume and that volume would allow me certain other opportunities for marketing and for growing my business in, in, uh, in a different way. So that's a big thing that's kind of um, starting to resurface this year and getting my license is a big part of that. Boom, done with that goal. Um, other goals were to develop my online, um, well, the buy, I've been buying virtual real estate, as I like to call it, domain names. And real, or not real estate domain names, but uh, different website addresses. I've got a couple good ones. One that I really wanted to get which was important for the big picture of what I want to do in the world is finderflow.org, O-R-G. Because I want to do awesome charity type stuff under the Find Your Flow movement. Be able to do cool things that have to do with, you know, bringing water to people who don't have clean water, bringing farming to areas where they don't have close access to food, you know, to healthy food, be able to show, you know, work out some kind of system where people are going into areas and teaching people how to farm for themselves. I think that'd be really cool. I also want to get into the cancer research stuff, not myself personally, but be able to fund and, and not like the mainstream cancer stuff. I'm talking like the off the wall, like using sound therapy type stuff and, you know, animal like pets or whatever kind of like, you know, fringe cures are out there that people swear by, that's the kind of stuff I want to throw money at. Like, okay, let's do some cool research and look for things that mainstream is not looking for. That's me. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, whatever. That's what I'm looking for. And then, yeah, I want to... Um, get some stuff done with the inside structure of Find Your Flow. So uh, one-click upsells, being able to make you and other listeners offers on through the website that are, you know, help you to, like, make, be able to do a couple cool things. Like, I wanted to be able to do, um, you know, countdowns for special promotions, like deadlines, and be able to make, each person's experience that comes through the Find Your Flow website, like a unique experience for them. Kind of like a choose your own adventure. Like you like reading certain blog posts on the Find Your Flow site or listening to certain episodes, then you can, then it will direct you to certain cool discounts on products that I think you would like. 
And then if you, if and when you buy one of those products, it will give you the opportunity to buy a related product that is like specifically cool because it's related to that one and make you a special offer on that one. And so just kind of, and I'm I'm pulling back the curtain here, right? I want to tell you like, yeah, I'm trying to sell stuff, right? That's kind of the part of the idea um, with Find Your Flow is to monetize the whole thing in a strategic way. Obviously, I want to provide value. That's the point. Like I buy all this self-help stuff because I love self-help stuff. And I think it's really cool. And like, I don't know why self-improvement is just, um, it's a fun thing for me. And so, so I like to buy this stuff. I buy it all and I make it all. And then I, um, put it, you know, then, uh, put it on the website and start to figure out ways to provide that value to you. And so that took a lot of freaking time and energy to figure out how to make all this stuff work, get the shopping cart working and then tie that with this and this and that. And like, man, it's a lot of work. And if I'd had money, maybe I could have just paid somebody else to do it. But, um, you know, just to keep all this stuff going in the background and pay this SSL certificate and pay, keep this website hosted and this other thing going, it's like, you know, I'm spending thousands of dollars a year for this, just to keep this whole thing going. Where does that come from? That comes from me working a day job and uh, I and because I just love doing this, right? I do the podcast because I love it and I feel like I'm able to say things that I want to say and get get my thoughts out there for people that are hopefully getting something out of it, right? That's the whole point. So goals, crush them, get clear about what they are for you. What are the things that you want to accomplish over the course of a year? And then what are the specific action steps that you would need to do it? So for me to get my real estate license, I realized, well, I have to read. Um, first, I had to sign up for the course, which was like 80 bucks or something. And then they sent me the books. And it's like, okay, well, I got this many books. I have until this date. So I start reversing, reverse engineering how much of each book I have to read each week to be on task and to, you know, take the quizzes and then take the test and then the date for the payment. So that's kind of the basic idea with goals in a sense, I think is like, if you can figure out what you want and then figure out all the pieces and you might not know all the pieces. So in that case, go to the point to where you can say like, okay, well, at least I know this much of it. So I don't maybe know you know, uh, let's say I want to do, maybe I've got a, a number in my head. I want to make $100,000 and I want to do it by selling uh, this widget. And my widget is, you know, a $100 widget. That means I've got to sell 1,000 of them. So, but I don't know where I'm going to sell them yet. Okay, well, that's the, you're going to have to probably figure that out at some point. But let's at least start with that goal. Okay, 100000 in a year. I got to sell 100 of these, 1,000 of these over 365 days, let's say that's three a day, I'm guessing, it's probably it's maybe like two point something. But for easy math, we'll say, okay, I got to sell three of these a day. Um, how am I going to go up? And, it, you know, not everybody who sees my offer is going to buy it. So either I have to, if if I only get 1% of sales, 100% of the people I talk to, that means I'd have to talk to 300 people a day to sell three of these things. Well, talking to 300 people a day, that's a lot of people. I, you know, can't door knock that many doors. I can't even telemarket that many. Well, maybe I could probably telemarket that many. Um, and, uh, but selling a $100 item over the phone is uh, maybe a bit 
of a challenge. So I'd have to go set an appointment. That would take time. So basically, I, as I start getting deeper into the goal, I start figuring out like, hey, you know what? Okay, this, you know, I'm getting pieces of it. So I set the goal first and then I start getting into the work of it. Okay, well, gosh, you know what? Instead, maybe if I just run these ads, I can get in front of thousands of eyeballs a day. Maybe my conversion rate's lower, but now I can see with, you know, $10 a day ad spend, I can get in front of enough people to make my three sales a day. That puts me at uh, 300 bucks a day and that gives me to 100000 a year. So I start to be able to break these things down. And that's a big part of what I do as a consultant and coach, right, is I help my students see see their goals like this get help them get clear okay this is what you said you want to do this is why you said you want to do it we figured out your burning desire now we we're starting to get clear on the action steps what's the action step oh we're going to post this ad to this thing this many times a week oh we're going to hire somebody to post this for you oh we're going to hire someone to do uh these calls for you and we need to make them have this many calls and they need to hit this uh, number of appointments and you need to go on this many appointments per week to be able to write this many offers to be able to do this many deals so we start getting really granular and this is uh, part of really good goal setting in my opinion is being able to break it down into actionable steps so it's not a dream it's now a plan and then you work the plan and you work the plan for a long long time um, in, in some cases I, I guess I shouldn't say that maybe it's a short-term goal right I don't know Short-term goal, long-term goal, whatever it is, uh, be be kind of clear about be as clear about it as you can be, and keep pictures of it around you. Put in pictures uh, and notes of that goal in as many places as you can, so that you're constantly seeing it, constantly reminding yourself, and constantly programming your unconscious mind, your subconscious mind, as to where you're headed. That is the roadmap: is to give your to feed your subconscious mind the desire, the burning desire, and the visualization, and you start to law of attraction it toward you as you are working toward it. And until it becomes a reality. So that's it, friend. Go to finderflow.com forward slash how to set goals. I've got a cool uh, goal setting thing for you there. And it's in the podcast area. Pick up copy. And uh, it'll be awesome. I, I want you to set goals and make your life as amazing as it can be. It's short, right? It goes by quick. So why not make the most of it? Make it awesome. Everything is awesome. You're awesome. Goals are awesome. Just keep being you. Keep being awesome, all right? And, and goals set it to be even more awesome each and every day, and you'll do it. You can. I believe in you, friend. Go get them. And until next time, be flowing.